we have Dr. Mark Young, the founder and CEO of Jekyll and Hyde Advertising, an angel investor in consumer product companies, and the managing partner of Two and Two Broadcasting, which provides content to radio stations across the country and produces the Blunt Force Truth podcast with Dr. Young and his co-host Chuck Woolery. The website is bluntforcetruth.com, at Mark Young Truth on Twitter. Dr. Mark Young, that's a new salutation there in front of your name, Doctor. What Update us. When did this happen? It is. Well, I had to do something with some of my COVID time. But to be honest with you, we never stopped doing anything during COVID. But I've been working on that for the past several years. So it's actually a PhD in neuroscience and behavior. Oh, that's fantastic. That also dovetails in with an organization that you're working with that has been at the front lines, literally the front lines of fighting COVID-19 on behalf of Americans. And that is America's Frontline Doctors, because you're working with them. America's Frontline Doctors is, I got to tell you, this is a very brave group of doctors. Now, these are medical doctors, not psychologists like myself, but these are medical doctors, people like Dr. Ryan Cole, like Dr. Gold. And what they're doing is they are getting past the politics of COVID-19 and they are exposing the truth of COVID-19. And in addition to that, they're actually offering patients telemedicine appointments off their website for people who want to get prescriptions for ivermectin and for hydroxychloroquine. But these are very brave MDs and DOs. These are people like Dr. Ryan Cole, Dr. Gold, Dr. Finn. And they're doing a couple things, Stacey. One, they're getting past the politics of COVID-19 and they're exposing the truth behind this. Not only the truth of where this virus came from, how this was a gain-of-function virus, also on their website, which is America's Frontline Doctors. They are actually doing telemedicine appointments for people if they need to have a prescription for ivermectin or for hydroxychloroquine if they're getting COVID and they can't get it from their own doctor. So, I mean, these are these guys are brave. I'm so glad that you're talking about the opportunity that they're offering to people, which is a treatment protocol that they can get their hands on that does not involve getting the shot if they don't want it. Because some Americans are availing themselves of the shot. I do not have anything against Americans doing that. But for those who don't want the shot, they just want to be treated as they would before COVID. If you got sick and you weren't vaccinated with something, you would still get treated at the hospital with respect and dignity, and they would do everything they could. People just want to avail themselves of that same kind of pre-COVID medical operational efficiency. And America's Frontline Doctors is offering that. So if I could, Stacey, let me, let me explain something for your audience, if you haven't before. When you look at this vaccine and you look at some of the therapeutics that are now just coming out on the market, including Ren- These are experimental drugs. In order for the FDA to get a temporary clearance, a waiver for an experimental drug, they have to demonstrate that no existing therapeutic is on the market. This is the reason why you are seeing all the battling that hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin doesn't work. Because if FDA and the CDC comes out and agrees that ivermectin cures this, you cannot get emergency waivers. And this is about money. When we're talking about ivermectin, we're talking about a prescription that's between 80 cents and $1.20 a pill. When we're talking about treating somebody with rendisivir, we're talking about 34 to $3,800 per patient treatment. And the remdesivir is not actually working out as well as, as we would hope. I'm not saying that because I have any skin in the game or that I want it not to work. The fact is the remdesivir results are not as efficient as they were promised. It is not. Dr. Ryan Gold, who is a pathologist, an amazing doctor, he has treated over 600 patients for COVID-19. He has treated all of them with ivermectin, vitamin D, vitamin C. And out of his 600, 
hundred patients, six hundred were cured within forty-eight hours, and zero went to the hospital. So we're talking about something that works, that's cheap, that really all Americans should have access to, w- without question. Absolutely. And Stacy, let me tell you something else that we know from a meta-analysis, and that is we now know that patients who have a vitamin D level above 58. So this is a blood test called the 25-hydroxy D2-D3 blood test, simple blood test that any doctor can do. Patients who have, a, who have an average of 58 or higher nearly never contract COVID-19. I, I know about this test. And most are low. Absolutely. So I've been low, chronically low for 15 years at least that I can definitely say, okay, the last doctor's appointment. I've done everything under the sun to try to get it up and finally started seeing a, a functional medicine doctor who gave me that test, gave me my number. He said, we'll have this up in less than 90 days. And it is up. My, my number is at a level I've never, ever seen seen before. It's it's near perfect. And that's just from me taking the D3 supplementation in the order that he prescribed. And so you, this is something that all Americans can do. And we're not saying vitamin D cures COVID. We're saying that if you have proper vitamin D levels, you have a, like almost zero chance of catching it, which is very helpful because, you know, a, a lot of people work in, in industries where they're in contact with people all day. Now, the problem I have is where is Dr. Fauci? Where is Joe Biden? They're yelling at people to get a vaccine. They're threatening people. They're screaming about using masks. But I have yet to see anyone say, go get your vitamin D tested and get it above 58. Well, that, I think well, it's pretty, like, it's kind of dangerous to say in some circles. Absolutely. But the other problem is a bottle of vitamin D is about $10. Again, no money in it. Just like hydroxychloroquine is about 80 cents to a dollar a pill. Ivermectin is about a dollar a pill. There's no money in these treatments. You've seen the way that the left has just come out attacking our colleague and friend Joe Rogan over using ivermectin. Yeah, I thought his debunking of CNN's attacks on him taking horse medicine when he had Dr. Sanjay Gupta on, probably one of the best kind of podcast moments or YouTube moments in, I'd say maybe in 18 months, the entire pandemic, because he made him admit that it worked for him and that it wasn't medicine for a horse and that he had every right to go out and take it. Sanjay Gupta actually looked like he was in pain agreeing and telling the truth, and then he immediately went on CNN afterwards and kind of recanted and allowed Don Lemon to rephrase and basically reinitiate the lie. But the truth has been told and Joe Rogan has an audience that you can't just sniff at. So I was glad to see it. Absolutely not. When you hear this stuff about ivermectin being horse dewormer, that is absolute lies, everyone. Like most medications, most medications that are made for humans also have a use in the canine and equine arena. So yes, it is used in an, for horses. It is used with de- with different additives. It is used in a different fashion. Humans are not using it as a dewormer. Ivermectin was a drug that received a Nobel Prize. It was so valuable. In 2015. Yep, absolutely. So this is recent. And it is an essential human medication. Yeah, it works. And I'm really excited that you're at the heart of this with America's Frontline Doctors. So while we have you, I do want to talk a little bit about, you sent out a bunch of different <laughs> tweets about James Lolino. He's a Project Veritas journalist, and he was trying to get a couple of questions answered from Vanessa Gelman. She's the Senior Director of Worldwide Research and Medical Communications at Pfizer, which is at the heart of much of what Americans are dealing with today, the Pfizer vaccine, the Pfizer shot, Mm -hmm. the mandates. And so he was wanting to ask her a couple of questions and she broke out into a run and she literally ran from her driveway all the way around to the front of her house and disappeared into her front door instead of answering a couple of questions from him. And he, he was not in her face. He didn't prevent her from passing by. 
Okay. What do you make of the reticence of the Pfizer employees and their their leadership to answer simple questions that any other drug maker would be expected to answer? Well, when you have people like, for example, when you look at somebody like Jen Psaki, Jen Psaki has the ability to look directly in your eye, directly into a camera, blatantly lie to you and not even blink. That's not a skill people have. So when you confront some skills and they have no answer, because they know that I'm, always, I'm either going to have to lie or I'm going to have to try to duck this. Some people go into a fight or flight mode. That's literally what happened there. She went into a flight mode to, to run away. And by the way, this is not too far off of what you see with Joe Biden on every presser that he does, where he literally turns his back on the press and walks off. They they really thought they were going to get someone who loved them and took time with them. And they had that. President Trump was was rude and mean when it came to his assessment of who they were and what they did for a living. But he would spend an hour and a half talking to them. He never turned down their questions. He would let them repetitively ask him the same thing over and over again. And he would answer it again and again and again. He seemed to have the patience of Job with them and they hated him. And now they have this guy that they so-called love that's supposed to love them and he doesn't even give them the chance to ask him questions when he's with world leaders. I mean, they just get no respect from him. Well, as far as Joe Biden, and again, I'm not, I, he is not my patient. I have not spent time with him. I have not diagnosed him. But there's certainly enough footage and enough interviews out there to make educated observations. When you watch Joe Biden and you see the affect that on his personality, when you see some of the little momentary blank stares, when you see some of the word salad that's happening, and you compare this to the Joe Biden of 5, 10, 20 years ago, it is clear that this person has diminished capacity. How diminished? I can't tell you, but, and I wouldn't, I would not call it Alzheimer's. I would not call it dementia because I don't have that ability from, from afar, but there is absolutely diminished capacity. And because of that, they need to keep him away. Which means no questions, no answers. The, they need to keep the press away from him. <laughs> Let's talk here as we close out about this shipping container debacle. A lot of the businesses that were at the White House roundtable discussing the supply shortage have already been working to basically circumvent this issue by using alternative mm-hmm. means. And we're talking about major players like Walmart, Target, uh, Costco. They are, they were at the meeting. They also have taken these, these measures from before because they knew that AB5 was going to be implemented. That was the bill that started all of this. You can't have a truck that's older than three years actually in California at all. It can't be operational in California, a semi-truck that's older than three years old to comply with their clean air standards. So now that we know whose fault it is, do you think the Democrats in California will repeal AB5 so that we can get this thing going? Because 24 hour a day work isn't going to solve the problem that most trucks are not newer than three years old. Yeah, the, the stupid thing is they're coming out saying we're going to have the ports open 24 hours a day. Opening the ports 24 hours a day is going to do nothing because the problem is there's no one there to carry the, the containers away. So if you can't take the containers off the dock, then you can't bring in more boats and empty them. You have trucks that can't be more than three years old. Truck drivers are very independent sort of people. You have truck drivers that are leaving the the career leaving the job in droves because they're not going to be vaccinated and being told they have to be. You now have even truck driving schools 
that are operating and cannot even graduate their students because the DMV in California and other states are telling people they have to make an appointment and wait months to take their driving test. So government is not going to solve this problem. Government is at the root of this problem. Well, we know how that works. We know exactly what needs to be done. We, we have to have people who can think in charge of states and in charge of local government because when we have nincompoops and morons in charge, then you have 500,000 containers floating off in the ocean and we don't have the ability to do anything about it. And that's because of Democrats and their single party rule in California. And now we have them in Washington, D.C. But what we can count on is that Dr. Mark Young, so excited to get to talk to you again, to reconnect. And I'm so glad you could come on. Thank you for your time. Stacey, it's such an honor. I love being on with you and looking forward to having you on Blunt Force Truth soon. Say when, let me know when. And we will definitely hook up for that. Dr. Mark Young, founder and CEO of Jekyll and Hyde Advertising. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. And that's a wrap. We'll have more podcasts for you coming up. So stay tuned. Check us out at StaceyOnTheRight.com and FamilyVisionMedia.org. God bless.